Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp, Fightful, here with an emerging name in New Japan. A young lion no more. He's over in the States. Right now, he's in the UK as we film this. He just... In my mom's house. <laughs> there, there you go. Just got... In my mom's kitchen. And just graduated from, from the scene in Japan as a young... You're everywhere, Gabriel Kid. You're everywhere. Well, I'm trying to be, bro. I've been trying to be everywhere for 10 years, and now it's finally happening. So I'm very happy about that. <laughs> so I know that you're on the upcoming uh, February 17th New Japan Strong Show uh, in Hollywood, California. I love that brand. Like, I, I've constantly said this, and it's not a shot at, like, NXT or anything, but it's, like, what I always envisioned NXT would evolve into, this incredible mix of legends, veterans, top names, people from other companies, uh, wrestling story, uh, like, like just such a, a mix. Like there's something for everyone on that show. What were your thoughts when you were told that you'd be heading over to the States? You know, I've, you know, like I said, I said it before, but I've wanted to be in the States for ages. You know, I've always wanted to wrestle in the States and that's a big hotspot for wrestling. And I grew up on American wrestling, but you know, I always envisioned like I wanted to do, when I knew I was going to be in Japan in the dojo for a while, when that part of my career was going to finish, I always knew I wanted to be in America because that's where I was always supposed to be. I was always LA dojo, but I got stuck in Japan over COVID and ended up being more, you know, training more in the no gay dojo. But my boys are in LA, my team's in LA, and I'm just like glad to be back there now and doing stuff out there, you know. As I mentioned, uh, the February 17th show in Hollywood, you had mentioned that, that, you grew up on American wrestling. What specifically did you like? I read online that, that you were kind of exposed to wrestling through through a magazine. Mm, yeah, so I found out about it. Well, I found out about a training school through a magazine. I found out about wrestling through watching, you know, WWE at my mom's house or my grandma's house because I didn't have Sky Sports, which was what it was on. But I didn't have that. So I watched, I grew up on TNA and I'm wrestling Christopher Daniels. So you know it's uh very professionally like satisfying to know i've got to that level and like i grew up watching this guy and that's the truth now and uh you know and uh to it just i could take a step back and be like no you've worked hard and you've worked to that level and now you're on that level so let's go like i'm ready to you know i'm gonna i'm coming to hollywood to beat chris daniels so Let's go. I love that there's a generation of fans that grew up on TNA because, I mean, like, I loved pro wrestling. I was training in amateur wrestling. I don't know if I ever would have went to a wrestling school and taken a back bump if I didn't see Daniels, Styles, Joe 
at Unbreakable 05. Like, there, there's this whole generation, like, Chris Bay. And um, we, we see Kiara Hogan. Like, she's got these tweets up where she was a little kid, and she was like, I want to be the Knockouts champion, not the WWE champion. Like, there is a generation of, of wrestlers that grew up on that. Was there anybody specifically that you looked at and you were like, I want to wrestle because of this person? Yeah, I can't lie. Like, when I was watching it, like, AJ Styles was my guy, <laughs> you know? And, like, I mean, just look at his career and, like, the things he's done. Like, just, you know, one of the best ever. You can't deny that. You can't argue that, you know? But I hope one day, you know, like, I'm getting to wrestle Chris Daniels. I'd love to, you know, test my test my, uh, test my, my skills and, you know, my professional wrestling against Samoa Joe and AJ Styles, too, you know? And... If now is if there's any time to do it, I think it's now in the professional wrestling world, you know. So Samoa Joe, AJ, what's up? Like, I'll fight anyone. I don't care if you want to fight. I'll fight you. I, one of the things I love about pro wrestling is if you if you become a pro wrestler on your own, you've got to be a creative person. Like there aren't people who are not creative that get into this. You're creating moves, moments, stories, characters, promos, all that stuff. And uh, Christopher Daniels is a guy that you, you mentioned you grew up watching. Probably somebody you envisioned in your mind at some point wrestling. But as time goes on, you wonder, can that happen? What was your reaction to finding out, oh, yeah, you're going to be working Christopher Daniels? I mean, at this stage in my career, I'll be completely honest with you. Like a few years ago, before I was in New Japan, it would be like I'd see it and I'd be like, oh, this is cool. I get to go to work and like. Wrestle Christopher Daniels, but now I see I'm just like I see everyone the same, you know. It's an Love opponent it. to me, and it's I'm a wrestler, you know. That's who I am. It's not my job. Like who I am is a professional wrestler, Gabriel Kid. That is who I am, and uh, you know I just saw it. It's another opponent to me, but you know I can think about it about what you were saying about that creativity. Like I can think about it and be like, well, this is I know how his game works in certain aspects, and I can like pick holes in it. And you know I'm at that level where. I will watch his matches and know that I can avoid certain things. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. And I'm going to win. So I'm looking forward to it. One of the best pieces of wrestling advice I ever got was from Christopher Daniels. And I was like, man, you're, you've been doing this for so long. Like, how do you do it and still do everything that you did years prior? And he said, I don't do anything in minute two that I couldn't also do in minute 30. And that's why you can come across maybe one Christopher Daniels slip up in his career. Maybe if you're lucky, like he's, he's so meticulous and he's so particular. Uh, I'm really excited to see how that works out. You also wrestled Eddie Kingston lately. I know you've talked about it an awful lot, but uh, what a match that was that, that got all kinds of buzz. And um, I don't want to say put you on the map because a lot of people knew who you were, but it exposed you to a, a wide audience. Like as soon as you're hitting the States. Yeah, and you know, that's what, that was always in my mind, you know, and like, I'll just say now, I'll, I'll talk about like a little bit, just a trigger warning, I'm going to talk about some mental health stuff, but sure. like I went for a really bad time last year, and um, you know, I uh, spent all of last year, even to when I'd like come back to wrestling, I spent all of last year just zoned in at all gas, no breaks, like I was just 100% go, go, go. And, you know, at the and that was like at the end of like, a, you know, since May, like since June 2021 to December 2021, I was just on nonstop. My mind wasn't stopping. I was just 
all I could think about was wrestling again because I knew it was going to get me better as a person because that's who I am. I'm a professional wrestler, bro. Like, that is who I am. And getting back to that is what I needed to do to get better. And like that Eddie match, you know, I've looked up to Eddie for so many years and he just put out that Players' Tribune article that was, you know, really special. And I read it and I related to a lot of stuff and I've spoken on a few podcasts since about, you know, the love since I came back to the ring has been great and it's what I've always wanted. And But I find it very overwhelming just with my mental state sometimes. So when, like, I really look up to Eddie, you know, he's, I really look up to him as like an idol and in that, category and uh to get in there with him you know i know he's down to fire i'm down to fire i've been we watch the same stuff like 80s old japan like we study those guys the greats kawada masawa tawe and kenta kabashi you know and they are the four pillars of professional wrestling like any company like don't try and put a label on and like call yourself the four pillars like what you're doing it's kawada tawe masawa and kabashi and you'll put some respect on their name when you do so. But, you know, like, I knew we were very on it in similar ways, and we were just down to fight, and that's what we did, and that's always what I've wanted to do, and that is Gabriel Kidd's professional wrestling, and I think that's the first time a wider audience saw that, and, you know, it's just been up since there. Like, I feel the best I've ever felt right now, and I ain't stopping anytime soon. I'm on it. Like, who wants it? Let's go. I, I love it. And I mean, that match did get an awful lot of buzz and that, that had to feel good going into maybe an uncertain situation, new territory, new country, uh, a, a lot of new things. How did you feel about the reception and the reaction to that match, that, that program and, and your performance? You know, originally, you know, just like how I mentioned a bit overwhelming for me and yeah. it was a lot of love that I haven't uh, had in a while, you know, and it was, um, you know, really nice. And but I had to take a few days, take a bit of time off and I had to have a, a like a mental reset. And like it was, uh, I, well, it was just after the match, actually, I had to take a mental reset and I went and stayed with Carl Fredericks in Reno at Christmas mm -hmm. over Christmas I was worried about border restrictions and if I came I wanted my life's in the state so I needed to be there have responsibilities there and uh, I went and stayed with Carl and just had such a great time you know he took me in as one of his family and like his family treated me like family and I can't thank him enough for that and it just I came back from Reno and I landed in LA and my next match was against Fred Rosser in uh, Seattle he's been so good just, in New Japan he has been so incredible well, we'll talk about that in a sec, but my <laughs> just thinking was, uh, my thinking towards that was, I'm just done playing games. I keep saying it on the internet. It's not, I just think this every day. And when I write it, I mean it. I'm not playing any more games. I'm done. I've done the 10 years of my career by the book. And yes, sir, three bags full, sir. No more. Like I am one of the best. And you people are about to know it. And I'm going to show you through my professional wrestling. But Fred Rosser, I'll just say right now, he's been a great addition to New Japan Strong, you know, and I'm excited for that match to air. Of course, it's already happened. And, you know, it was a very, it was one of my favorite fights. And it really, I learned a lot from it. And I've been on such a positive kick since that match. And it really started the year right for me. First match of this year and just set me on that run to like get me in the right mindset and just turn it up, you know, show everyone how good I am. Was this run on Strong the first time you had ever wrestled in the States? Because I couldn't find anything before that. Uh, 
not before like my first match in the states was against jonathan gresham i was about to ask about that like uh, and yeah. i mean you you want to talk about proving yourself as one of the best in the world like i think he is among the best in the world if not the best 100 percent. yeah and and i think he has been for years i watched the guys tutorial videos and studied them they're they're incredible he he makes the most difficult things look simple and uh you were in there first match in the united states against him what was that experience Not even like? that, bro first match after six months off yeah yeah, that was my first match, and I really like because when I came back from that match, you know, I'm very. This is my life, and I really this is the main thing that I care about in my life. And I was dissecting a lot of things in my brain about mistakes I made in the match, and uh, you know, then I watched it back. I saw the footage when it aired, and I was like, oh well, it was like I was I was very you know when I could see myself rather than feel it, you know. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I gave him a good fight and, you know, I'd, I'd give him a good fight again. You know, I really want to have a rematch with that guy. Not just yet. You know, I'm very aware of where I'm at right now, but I'm 4-0 in the UK and I'm wrestling Kyle Fletcher this weekend and I ain't about to lose to him. So I'm going to be 5-0 and on this tour and then I'm going back to America. I'm keeping the ball rolling. So um, I'll wrestle Gresham again, but he's one of the best. And, you know, that that was my first match back after six months, really a, hot, a really hard six, seven months off. And it really helped me get back in that and just know that I love this. And because I there was a point where I didn't know if I loved it anymore. And that really fucked with me. And uh, I just knew when I watched that back, my first match back, that I'm back, baby. You know, I ain't going away again. How are you feeling physically? I believe it was a neck injury you you had. Yeah, I had some neck stuff in Japan, but when the time I was off for six months was because my mental health. Sure, you know, it was uh, it was I'd uh, you know, had a really bad time, and I've spoke about that, and there's a video where I explain what happened. But um, I just spent eighteen months, and I just want to make it clear because there are some things that didn't I didn't get my point across in the speech that I couldn't at the time because it was very emotionally hard for me but i uh i really want to get over that i love being a young lion in japan and that's all i ever wanted to be i love the lifestyle there and up until i like two weeks before i ended up leaving i just had a really bad two weeks that i'm not going to go into like i know what happened the company knew what's happened like that's our business and i'd like to keep it that way and uh you know just um this show is sponsored by better help if you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. 
Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Like, this, I just had a really bad two weeks and it just got on top of me, you know, and 18 months of stuff that I'd been able to deal with and cope with just built up and I couldn't see it out. And that's what happened. And right now I feel the best I've ever felt. I feel great. Physically, I feel great. I feel mentally the best I've felt in a long time. And everything's just piecing together. And, you know, I'm, I had to take a sit, step back, like, uh, the other day and be like your life is crazy right yes. now <laughs> i was i was you know, about just... i was about to mention like even before now it's like you were in a position where you were teaming with okada tanahashi tiger mask tenzan like nagata kojima yeah, and i'll tell you right now bro and it felt right every single time like i deserve to be in there and tagging with those guys like i'm on that level and like those guys helped get me to that level and helped me realize that and like i have you know i have been around those people sorry to cut you off like i cut no, off no. your question completely there but like that's how i feel and like i feel for a long time you know in my career i'm not gonna sit here bitch and moan but like i felt as a wrestler like I don't mind if people don't get my wrestling, I don't care. But when people call me a bad wrestler, I'm like, you're just not, that's just not true. Like, I'm not a bad wrestler. You just don't like my work. And that's fine. Like, you don't have to buy my t-shirt. I don't give a shit. Like, anyone who wants to buy it should buy it. And, and like, whatever. But I'm not a bad wrestler. And now, now you can't watch any of my matches now and no one can tell me shit. So don't even try. Like, it's not a question. <laughs> And as, as we filmed this, like, less than two weeks ago, I mean, you got rave reviews for your match against Akira. Like, just a, mm. an incredible reception for that match. Now, that's that's after leaving Japan, coming to the States, getting a great reception for your match with Eddie Kingston, heading back over to the UK for a while. And, and keep, keep in mind, when you're in Japan, you're teaming with all those people I mentioned. You're delivering every time. So you're going from continent to continent and having highlights every single place you go. What does that do for your mental health after after a match like that where you know you killed it? Makes it really fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm the best I've ever been, bro. Like, my life is just, I'll tell you now, like, any of you wrestlers that are like, yeah, I'm ready to be the top guy. It's a lot of fucking pressure. You need to know that, like. 
if you want to be at the top, great power comes great responsibility. And I'm finding that out very quickly, but I'm about it. Like I ain't complaining one bit. I'll take on all the pressure, all the stress. Like I'm because I'm mentally in a place where I can do that now. I've got my life in California. I'm really happy there. I'm around my team every day. Like I can't, it's hard for me to get down. And of course I do. I'm only human. Like I run myself into the ground too hard sometimes, but I'm the best I've ever been mentally. And my life is just coming together right now. And I'm, I'm keeping it going. Like, I don't care about, I've held my tongue for 10 years. I'm not about that anymore. Like anyone who wants to fight, I'll fight anyone and prove I can go with anyone. Like any of these top people who are regarded as the best, I'll go with anyone. I don't care who you are. Like Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler, I'll say their names right now. Like, like they are my kind of wrestlers I'll say this I respect them both very much for the path they have taken and the wrestling style that they show the world and have highlighted in the world but I am in that same category so if you want to fight me let's fucking go like I'm here what's up like I'll open whatever door I need to to make that happen and that's all I need to say about it like we can talk in person I ain't bothered so as as we film this literally yesterday switchblade jay white popped up on aew by tony khan's own admission because he slipped up and messed up the definition of forbidden door so he's like oh let's go ahead and do it then let's bring switchblade jay white over here eddie kingston wrestled you while under an aew deal that, that's got to make you feel optimistic knowing that the potential is there if the right situation is presented well i'll just tell you right now i don't know what plans are or anything like that like i'm not in the loop with anything like that i get told what like where i'm going whatever but i walk into AEW and slap any one of them like i do not care about like i've beat cody rhodes people don't know that like on 2017 when i just turned 20 when i was a tubby little kid i pinned cody rhodes like i'm about this and i'll go anywhere and i think i saw that about jy and you know i don't like jy and if he wants to say something about me i'll slap him too but listen like him going there you know it creates it's you know he's a top guy in our company and i'm aware of that and if you're not aware of that and you because you have a little bit of beef with him like you're an idiot but he is a top guy in our company him going there puts more eyes on us puts more eyes on AEW. it puts more eyes on everyone it puts more eyes on professional wrestling and that's what we're here for that's why we all like go to work together and shit because we love pro wrestling professional wrestling should i say and uh you know it was i was glad to see that you know he can do his business but then try it as just as soon as you get involved with me then we have a problem i mentioned gresham earlier he is running terminus you will be on terminus uh i'm i just love the the concept the idea uh, the the way that it was executed and i think they're only going to get better uh, how how do you feel about na- sort of navigating the United States Indies at this point? I know it's not really anything new to you. You did that in the UK in the past, but no, it is very different. Is because it because the because the because I'll tell you right now, the longest drive you will do in England is ten hours, and the you US indie man, you are driving some crazy hours, fam. Like you are driving thirty hours to get paid fifty bucks that is mad that that is crazy like I cannot claim to do that like yes I traveled and like sat in cars for most of my teen years but like not like three four hours most of the time and that was bad but you know when I went to Japan and you do 
12 hour coach rides it's like shit england is as small as everyone says because it's <laughs> tiny have you ever seen the um, movie have you ever seen the movie euro trip no i can't oh, say I have, but... it's these these recent high school grads who go over to to europe to get like to to find this girl who this guy's in love with and they're like oh it doesn't matter the uk's the size of a shopping mall we we can get there in like 2 hours no matter what and then they get there and they're like eh maybe not so much but but for you it is that way like you you're you're logging all these hours on the road how how has that now been for I'm you now like now it's like flights so it's the sure. same like and it's so but because the states is so big you know and i'm doing some work down for a great company in uh in the carolinas actually pwx you know they're putting out some really good shows right now and there more people need to watch them like they're they're going i they've got a deal with independent wrestling tv like they're on there like go and watch their stuff but i'm like flying from la to the carolinas like to charlotte it's like five hours bro but on a plane across, but i'm not leaving america once I'm over America the whole time. So it's just, it's a bit mad, but then there's the time, make... then there's the time change in between that. So like, do you end up from, from Carolina to California? Do you get any time back or does that eat up the time that you're in the air? Cause I know well, it's like a three hour time difference. Yeah. So I, I mean, I don't really know, to be honest, <laughs> I, I go to maybe when I get to like the Carolinas, I go to bed a bit later because yeah. it's later in LA, but like, I don't, I tell you what though, mate, like rather than having, because before, like if you drink after a wrestling show, like you can just go in the car and go home and it's like two, three hours and then you deal with a hangover tomorrow. Yeah. Now i got to wrestle, stay in a hotel, have a hangover and then drive. And, it's, oh, and then I know I got to get on a plane and it makes it even worse. And it, I got to be careful, you know, but I got to be more sensible, should I say, but uh, no, I'm very grateful. You know, that's the life I've always wanted. You know, be a pro wrestler, being flown over the world. I can't complain, and I love it. And uh, you know, I'll deal with the hangovers how I deal with them. I've dealt with a thousand before, so I'll deal with a few more. A reminder, no a reminder, guys. Thursday, February seventeenth, Hollywood, California, New Japan, pro wrestling. Gabriel, anything else you want to let the people know before we before we bid them adieu? Yeah, and I've said this on a podcast that is dropping um, this Saturday. Rest things, W W R E S things, and uh, they're a great group of guys, great group of boys from London. And like, I did a podcast with them, and I just said, like, uh, if you're gonna call me out on Twitter because a few indie guys have been doing it, and a few people have like, my name's getting a bit buzz, and people are noticing me more and saying, oh, I want to wrestle Gabriel Kid. You don't want that. You do not. So don't come at me and like get my mentions because nobody outworks me on my team. And that's facts. Like LA Dojo, it's not, we're not a gimmick. I don't care about gimmicks and shit. This is our life. And we're about to get what's ours. Like we have the best coach in the world. One of the greatest to ever do it. And we're all trying to get on that level. And we're all going to be, you know, you're going to talk, there isn't going to be a one greatest of all time. It's going to be a collective. And that is LA Dojo. So don't come at me and try and act like you're bad because you don't, like you can tweet all you want. You lot talk too much. Don't just don't come at me, man. That's what I've got to say. Like, don't come at me. And anyone who is seen as a, a, in a position above me in wrestling, just know I'm on your toes and I'm coming and I'll fight every single one of you because I'm just I'm done. Like I've done ten years of this. I've been in. I've given ten years of my life and I've lost a lot, Sean. You know, I've lost a sure. lot of my life through wrestling and through the sacrifices I made. And there are people who are seen above me in wrestling, like. 
there are people who have seen like I called out Kaito Kiyomiya and people are telling me that like oh you didn't get to see that young boy like shut the fuck up shut the fuck up like I am you don't you just don't know who I am and what I'm about but I'm gonna show you all and like just know that I'm coming for everyone and I don't care about what company you work for and what you portray to be professional wrestling I'm gonna show the world with my professional wrestling that I'm gonna be the best to ever do it one day Man, Gabriel, thank you so much for the time. Uh, thank you even more for the sound bites because those are going to be fun. Uh, we encourage. Mm, well, that's <laughs> why I'm, my life's a movie. I told you, bro. My life is a movie, so you can clip it like they do on YouTube. That's like, what I'm doing. Put it up. You can upload it in parts, bro. <laughs> you, know, when, you know when someone uploads Spider Man on YouTube, but they do it in 27 parts. <laughs> That's this interview. <laughs> one slash 27, and then you, you go through and you, <laughs> yeah. you just hope they auto-play to the next one. That way yes, it, yes, it skips yes. from one to six. It's going to be completely well, out of context. You got to upload them yes. in a playlist, bro. Come on. You're a social media guy. Oh, Come on, man. man. Thank you so much. Guys, until next time, we're out. Hey, guys. I hope you all enjoyed this interview with Gabriel Kidd. I was blown away with his charisma. Uh, man, he's got so much ambition. He was so transparent. And it, we looked like we were going to have to overcome some hurdles even scheduling this interview. As you mentioned, he went from uh, Japan in December or November to the States. Now he's going from the States to the UK, UK, back to the US, which, man, that, that is quite a haul. And, you know, sometimes when you're taking in your entertainment and you're traveling overseas or vice versa, your shows get region blocked. You got to deal with the hotel Wi-Fi, the public Wi-Fi, all that stuff. You want to stay protected and you still want to enjoy all the stuff you love. NordVPN.com slash Fightful gets you there. We got a great deal on NordVPN.com slash Fightful right now. It's the fastest VPN in the world. And when you're traveling and you use that unsecured Wi-Fi, you open yourself up to hackers. But NordVPN.com slash Fightful protects you. It's routed through a secure encrypted tunnel that protects your data and your privacy, and you can use it on all kinds of devices. So if you're at home, you can use it on your desktop or your smart TV. If you're on the road, you can use it on your phone, your iPad. No matter where you are, you can use it on your router, all kinds of great stuff. And you can subscribe to services in countries in which they're cheaper. So it saves you money. In fact, if you go about all of your services that way, you're going to end up paying for it yourself with NordVPN.com slash Fightful and the savings that it provides. Check it out. And if you are on the fence about it, 30-day money-back guarantee, absolutely risk-free. I use NordVPN, and I love it. Check it out. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.